Thanks for tuning in to the Entertainment News Break on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we cover movies, TV, video games, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. What is up? What is up, everybody? It's me and Snark back at you again. Mm -hmm. We've been following Indiana Jones uh, leading up to the new movie, Dial of Destiny. We are going to be covering Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade today. Uh, so I just recently rewatched it. I think Snark probably did the same thing. Mm -hmm. So uh, in my little bio name there, Sean is sexy because Sean Connery is always sexy. You wow. know what I'm saying? And you here have only here for the tapestries, baby. That's what I'm talking about right there. Good right. stuff. Good stuff. Uh, but yeah, man, this is a movie that like went back and watched it. And it's kind of crazy, man. I look back and go like, damn, this movie was done in 89. It wasn't yeah. even done in the 90s. Like I would have guessed that this movie was done sometime in the early 90s, but in the 90s. But no, it's a 1989 film. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and we had Indiana Jones, the first two movies. Uh, I like the fact there was a little bit of a difference in all three of these movies. I will give the trilogy a little bit of props in this, that we had Indiana Jones, more serious movie, the very first one. I think that's why that's most people's favorite, you mm -hmm. know? And then we had uh, the Temple of Doom, which had short round and added a little more comedy. And then the, the female, darker. it was yeah, darker. It was darker too with like the mixture, but it had the comedy mixed in and sure. like the female in the movie, like, the females in these movies, these three movies, were all different. You had Completely the different. one that could drink, out drink a dude 300 pounds uh, and beat people up. And then you had the one that was scared of everything. All she did was yell. Like you said in the last little review we did, it was like 69 times she screened in a movie or something like that. Crazy. Wait, does that number mean anything? No, no. Okay. Well, anyway. So then we, married, had man, the last then we had the last crusade where the female character here, she does evil. Yeah, not great. She's not a Nazi. So we went through all different iterations of women in this series, which is kind of cool. And I'm glad I went back and watched it because I thought I found that pretty interesting that the through line of Indiana Jones was really like each woman character wasn't the same, which is different to me than say a James Bond, where it seems like in most cases, of course, the women's have a little bit of differences, but in most cases in James Bond, they're all, you know, super hot James Bonds and, you know, like, uh, talking to him real smooth, you know, as he's drinking his cocktail that's shaken, not stirred, you know, and all this stuff. Whereas Indiana Jones, they took a different approach. It wasn't always somebody that Indiana Jones might automatically gravitate to, to be his female companion, but even though they turned out to be his female companion, so that's a similar thing. Yep. But, uh, but yeah, man, uh, overall, I do like The Last Crusade. It's definitely not my favorite. I think Temple of Doom, and this might still be some rose-colored goggles, is still my favorite just because I liked a lot of the comedy and the goofy stuff that happened along with some of the serious stuff. And I, I'm a big horror fan, so I did like some of the darker stuff, like the bad guys being darker, ripping hearts out of people's chests and stuff like that. Yeah, you know. And the, the name Temple of Doom just sounds cooler, right? But I do think that the best movie in this trilogy is the first 
uh, later Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think yeah. that is the the best movie of the trilogy. Like just uh, technicality, uh, the writing, the the film itself. And I found out something that was kind of crazy is on that first movie is that you think about it, Indiana Jones lost, but we still love the movie. It's one of the first times that I can think about, and maybe even one of the few only times that the actual hero of the movie loses because he loses. Like if it wasn't for uh, the people with power being super crazed with the power and wanting it and releasing, you know, Mm -hmm. releasing the power, basically releasing God, the spirit of God, whatever you want to call it upon themselves. Indiana Jones is defeated. If that doesn't kill all the people around them, they're dead. He's dead. He doesn't survive. Like, he doesn't escape himself and then like kill the bad guys himself, maybe with a little help from the, the godly spirit uh, and everything else. But the, you know, when they released it from the Ark of the Covenant, but right. like they, he, he loses, but yet we still love the film. Now it does ease it because like, it seems like he wins, right? He still escapes. He still gets the lady, whatever. Right. Like he, he goes off in the sunset technically because he survived <laughs> as a winner, but technically he did. He got beat. Like he was dead. Dead to rights. God had to intervene for been. him to be still alive. He had so to be smart what... enough to know to close his eyes. He knew to close his eyes, and you know exactly. I, I, I do agree with that. He, he yeah. said, "No, nah, dog, we can't be looking at this. Don't be looking. Don't be opening them eyes, boy. Don't be opening them eyes. No, nah, hell no. Nah. But like, I did enjoy this movie though. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though out of the three, it's probably my least favorite of the three. But I did enjoy it. It was a different take on a Sean Connery character because back in those days, Sean Connery was there for sex appeal because he was James Bond at one point. And it was interesting to see Sean Connery playing this super smart man. And he he is super smart and get himself out of situations and everything else. But uh, it was just a different take on him. Like he wasn't super like in the movie, him as a character and an actor is very charismatic. But the character in the movie wasn't super charismatic except for the fact that i will say this uh it is kind of weird that the dad and the son became what they call eskimo brothers i was gonna bring it up as soon as i could so yes of course they are yeah they're it's a let's let you talk snark it's a bond closer than family closer than sharing his dna they're now eskimo brothers and that's for life that is for life and life eternal Let's just uh, say they were sleeping around in the same kind of igloo. Yeah. Maybe not the same exact night, but they in were, the same kind of area. You could almost say it's kind of like sleeping around in the or swimming around in the same gene pool. It's close. It's close. Not yep. technically. Come on. It's not it's not good. It's not good. Gross. Uh yeah. So yeah, Elsa, of course, different uh Elsa's a girl who knew what she wanted, was able to trick people to get what she wanted. Um, I thought she was a great character. Again. Marion, Elsa, two great female leads. Uh, Sean Connery coming back for this movie. He was 59 when he made this movie. He was Henry Jones's, Henry Jones Sr., I guess. Uh, real life, only 12 years older than Harrison Ford. But he could pull off because, I don't know. And this is the year. After this movie, he was named sexiest man in the world at 59 years old. So there's still hope for me. So you're damn me, right, you damn right, man. Big Probably only got Sean a couple Connery years out there. Probably only got Big, a couple years ago. That, he's a perfect example of staying sexy, man. That guy right there right. kept it all the time. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, like I said there. There's interesting and fun things with this movie. Um, I mean, 
bringing in Sean Connery gave it a little bit of a boost. I'm pretty sure back in those days, I mean, I was nine years old, so I wasn't like a big movie goer at the time. And my family wasn't super rich. So even at that time, probably movies probably only cost like four bucks to go. Yeah. But still like still my family couldn't afford to go do that all the time. So like, mm -hmm. I wasn't like as big of a movie connoisseur as you would say I am today right. or, or have been in the years past, but nah, man, it, I, I, I enjoyed the movie. It's just not my favorite of the three. And uh, we don't know. We're going to try our best to like cover the Crystal Skull before uh, it gets released. We may be able to do that video uh, tomorrow, or the next day or whatnot, uh, just to be able to round out the complete series. Because there are four. I keep saying trilogy because most yeah, people you, don't want to talk about the fourth movie very much. Mm -mm. Uh, they could have stopped. They could have stopped with this when everyone would have said, great, great, good. I mean, I'll be honest with you. From what I'm hearing from the Dial of Destiny, they could have stopped. They should have just stopped at these three period. Possibly. We'll find out. We'll find, we'll find out. out. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. Maybe James. Maybe people just mad that it's not Spielberg. And this is a very Steven Spielberg looking movie. Uh, he directed. He didn't. Uh, I don't think he had anything to do with writing this one. He did direct it though. Uh, yeah. Or maybe no, no. Sorry. He uh, he helped write this one. It was the fourth one. It was the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull that he didn't write. He just directed. But yeah. Uh, it looks uh, it looks fantastic. I think it might be the nicest looking Indiana Jones movie. I think it's uh, maybe the easiest to watch. Uh, you know, well, considering that, and there's jokes. There's jokes all throughout this thing, like the the blimp when they're taking off in the uh, in the dirigible or whatever. The uh, no ticket gag, so good. Um, the fighting like when he shoots the uh nazis in the castle and his dad says look what you did so good uh the fact that they bring in uh like indiana jones is uh, uh george lucas and steven spielberg's james bond so of course they want the original james bond to be their dad because he kind of gave birth to what they wanted to do with this so mm -hmm. yeah it all kind of makes sense um you know, I really like the movie. I just like Raiders of the Lost Ark better. I like this one. I would put the Temple of Doom so far of the three, number three. And that's, you know, and that's not to say it's a terrible movie. I like in I like the Temple of Doom. To put it third on a list of three, maybe the like in my opinion, maybe the third best trilogy of all time, I would say. Are not going to count. I'm it not going to count. Up there for one. entertainment. Yeah, it's up there for entertainment and fun. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, rewatching and everything else. Does all the jokes hold up? No. You know, are they going to be like the best thing ever? Now, is there anything like uh, that's terrible? No, no. There's not anything really super terrible or anything like that either, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like one of those deals to where things do age uh, differently. And I'm not even saying that this totally ages bad. I just don't think it ages like super great and all the little joke like some of the jokes you know are kind of the jokes and kind of the humor that you would have of the time you know and things have changed over time for that but i like i said i i thoroughly enjoy it uh you know i love this you know the, the scene of them like crash landing the plane and then they got the two planes coming at them and shooting at them and then one of the funniest things in this movie to me is like them, them going through the tunnel the and pilot the plane. what the hell was that pilot trying to do <laughs> That pilot just runs through the hole of the tunnel, like, and his wings obviously get exploded off. His like whole like area that he's sitting in the cockpit is on fire, and it's sliding uh, towards him really fast. And Sean Connery's like, "Step on the gas, Andy! Step on the gas! Got to go faster!" And then as they're driving through the tunnel, 
that dude's part of his plane for the, how fast it was moving and it's uh it keeps going right so mm-hmm. it like catches up to the car and passes them and the like the guy that's in the cockpit just kind of looking at him like at least that plane had the decency after- yeah it had the decency to wait till it got out of the tunnel to explode at least yeah yeah exactly i mean that that was lucky as hell but like that part the me i laughed out loud that was hilarious mm-hmm. dude yeah. i could not help myself that was funny as hell good moment uh, the part where Sean Connery's sitting sidecar, you know, when they're trying to escape is hilarious to me because you got Sean Connery, who was James Bond at one point, And now, you know, he's like uh, the helpless character that's having to sit in a sidecar, you know what I'm saying? Holding his bag to his chest. Like, yeah. what the hell's going on? Like, I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, man, th- there is some good stuff. I, I do. I do like uh, this movie. I'd probably go back. It's been a year since I've watched it, but you know what? Next time, maybe I don't wait as long to watch it again because I did have fun with it. Like I even had fun with like the beginning part of like, um, I thought I'm going to, I'm going to be honest with you, snark. I I put on this movie, right. And I start playing it. Yeah. And the, the first scenes are happening where you have the young kid, they see this character. I see Indiana Jones. Listen, I saw Indiana Jones in this movie but I didn't realize it was the kid. And I was like, what the hell am I watching? Did, they, did uh-huh. I click on the wrong film? Is Indiana Jones recast as someone else in some kind of other movie I never knew about? So, like, I had to double check to make sure I was on The Last Crusade. And, mm-hmm. and I, I, I double checked and I was on the right movie. So I let it play because the one guy that plays like an Indiana Jones looking character with the hat and everything else, like, kind of looks like maybe could possibly pull off a younger Indiana Jones or something at that moment, whenever they're chasing down the kid. But I'm like, why is Indiana Jones like with these people trying to steal shit? That ain't what he is. And then you come to find out, obviously the kid, the whole time is Indiana Jones and everything else, which is kind of cool. That guy with the hat, uh, they don't say it in the movie. In fact, I think it's only listed as fedora man or something like that. But the, yeah, I was reading, I was doing a quick read up on IMDb, just some of the uh, uh, facts about the movie and stuff like that. That guy originally in the script was supposed to be Abner uh, Ravenwood, Marion's dad. So supposedly uh, you're to believe that after uh, the events of this happen or whatever, he mm-hmm. eventually goes and finds him and he studies under him and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, they didn't uh, they didn't follow that route. They, of course, just show him with a big smile on his face, remembering that movie, then getting punched in the mouth. So, yeah, in typical Indiana Jones style. Um, yeah, another, it's a great, it's another great beginning to a Bond or to a Indiana Jones movie, very Bond-ish. Um, you know, they hit all their beats, I think they wanted to. They made it much lighter. I think this is a much more family-friendly one for as many Nazis and stuff get murdered, but that's family-friendly to me. I'm all for that. Yeah, they kind of circle back to the Nazis because, like, you know, the first movie had Nazis mm-hmm. trying to find uh, the Ark of the Covenant, and then this one obviously had Nazis uh, trying to get the, uh, uh, the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple of things I thought was a little goofy in this movie. For one, the CGI where he's walking across, it's like an optical illusion it's supposed to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he takes that step, you know. In 89, it, it was good. Oh, God. The CGI that was, was kind of terrible. And I I almost uh, choked with laughter when they had a damn old school knight looking like he came from <laughs> damn. Like this, this knight that looks like he was one of the actors in um, – uh, the whole, the original Holy Grail movie, yeah, um, Monty Python like, and the Holy yeah, Monty Python the Holy Grail. That's what he mm-hmm. looks like. One of the actors from that, and I'm almost dying laughing because he's just been sitting up there this whole time to guard, I guess, this 
this chalice and like he's just been there forever and then they walk in 700 and years yeah yeah and, and and he's just like a ghost but not a ghost like i don't even know like the color of him and stuff was a little different like i, I wrote almost a, laughed about that i wrote a note about this so uh they go okay first off let's talk about uh that quick aging scene like a you have cho- chosen poorly that aging scene where the guy mouse down do you prefer yeah. do you prefer the de-aging thing where the guy goes blah and turns into dust or do you prefer the face melting i like face melting more face horrific was better sure. more horrific although this right here this scene was pretty horrific as well but like you just brought it up though the knight saying you have chose unwisely or whatether and yeah. i'm like this guy is from my python and the holy grail it's exactly <laughs> like what one of those guys would probably say in a certain situation it was like oh man this is it was just so funny to me it almost took me out of the movie like it was just so funny because I, I knew he wasn't supposed to be this like big joke you know what i'm saying it wasn't supposed to be super funny mm-hmm. but it was like oh man i'm over here almost dying with laughter at a part that <laughs> probably shouldn't be dying with laughter with how would you like to be that guy he's hanging out with his sword his brothers take off after 150 years he's waiting around another 550 years and finally, some jerk and his bullwhip show up and some Nazi chick. And it's like, oh, and then there's another guy. It's like the guy goes and, oh, she's like, <laughs> he's going to drink this and, and grow old real fast. So she knew what to do or whatever. So he pounds it back or whatever and then dead. And, of course, uh, uh, Dindy goes, oh, this is, the, this is the cup of a carpenter, just this regular cup over here. And, of course, he's right. Uh, now he has... Uh, uh, a mortal life, as long as he stays in this thing. Listen. He goes back to his dad. These guys are there for five minutes. This guy spent 700 years doing this. These guys came in for five minutes, and the whole goddamn place breaks down. <laughs> they lose the goddamn holy grail, and that's the end of the story. Yeah, five like, minutes. to me, the night part didn't make sense, because if he was there to guard it, yeah. Like there really was no reason for him to be there to guard it because it seemed like the whole point was is you had to choose between all these different cups and if you chose wrong, then uh, you would be in trouble. Obviously, you would die from aging because it would make you age instead of basically almost giving you everlasting life. But like, so Indiana Jones drinks from it, which to me is like, is he supposed to be like living forever now because he drank from the cup? Like it was supposed to give you basically like an eternal life kind of thing, like. So that part was a little confusing, but the part of the night, why was the night even there if you were just supposed to like take a cup a and like lose? Because like he didn't like it'd be different if you went to go get a cup, right? Mm-hmm. And like he actually tried to stop you from even choosing. And then if you got past him, then the problem was you had to choose a cup because he was just there to basically say you chose wisely or chose unwisely. He never drew a sword. Well, he, he got winded. He got anybody. winded picking it up and he fell over backwards. He was like, okay, I'm done. Okay. I, you guys win. Uh, I got a, I got a theory on why he's there. I think it's because someone had to go replace the letters when these guys fell through the uh, word of God thing. I think that was his job. He knows Maybe. the letters. He Maybe. knows it. You're he right. knows it. He'd know it frontwards and backwards by now. You just go, da, 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 da. oh, I know the path. It's like, God damn. They said, it was like, why did you guys think there was a, why did you guys think there was a W in Jehovah? God damn it. And then he has to go find the W and then put it back and glue it on and stuff like that. That's his Maybe job. so. Maybe 700 so. years of that. These guys ruined it in five minutes. The one of the things that I thought was interesting that they chose to ki- uh, chose to kill off like Elsa or whatever because she tried to reach down and finally she fell and to her death. Yeah. Um, 
for greed. She but it was like, but like the thing see. about this was, is like, I get she didn't like the guy that she was kind of helping, and like maybe her decision there. But it's like if you make that decision to be like to help Indian them out, seems like you kind of changing your ways a little bit. Like right, mm-hmm. like so why would she be so steadfast on? And I know you're trying to get it because like you think it holds some kind of power or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like Indiana Jones drank from it. It didn't seem like it helped him anymore. I mean, the only thing the cup actually did was save his dad because he was able to pour it over his wound and the cup, like, miraculously healed If he would have stayed in the cave, he would have had a, a, an immortal life. But as soon as you cross that seal that Elsa did, and again, five minutes, uh, there, yeah, it runs out, and I guess everything breaks down and earthquakes. And, okay, maybe that's true. Yeah. I just think, I just think they didn't explain uh, that very well in the movie. Like it was something you had to stop and think about a little bit. And like I said, I was too, maybe I missed a couple of lines because I was still laughing at why the hell is this old guy here Mm -hmm. and he's not even really doing anything. That's the thing, like I said, that was kind of like, okay, man, like, I don't know what the hell this is doing here. You know, uh, just like, like I said, if you had to fight him, you know, like in a duel and if you win, then you get to choose the cup, then it would have made more sense for me that he was there. But for him to just be sitting there like in a almost like a ghostly form with saying yeah. that he's there to protect it. And all he does is say, well, you have to choose a glass and then yeah. tell them that they chose unwisely before they died. Like, yeah, you get to uh, rub it in their face. Yeah, they... that was it. <laughs> yeah, like, like, oh, you like, stupid idiot. Yeah, what a moron. Yeah. This guy's just jackass. He gets, his, he gets his dustpan and cleans up the ashes and throws it into the uh, throws it into the uh, word hole or whatever there, too. Jehovah. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, that's about all I wanted to say about the film. But do you have any like notes or anything else or something that we didn't cover here? No, uh, I think uh, the relationship between uh, the two Henry Joneses was fantastic. It's a good. Yeah. Like I said, this is a, a movie that you can easily watch with any member of your family. Like kids can watch this. I was like I was only seven years old when I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark. That might have been a little young, uh, but, you know. Uh, as soon as you're, I would see like an eight-year-old being able to see this, especially because by the time you're five years old, you should be telling them that Nazis are garbage and evil, and they deserve to get shot by Indiana Jones. So uh, yeah, it's it's a perfectly good movie for kids of all ages. Uh, it's easily rewatchable. Uh, there's tons of jokes. Uh, there's action. There's good action scenes. Uh, you know, they're not fantastic in this one, but you know, there's good action scenes in it it's enough to keep you excited and it's only two hours long again yep. this Back is to a, the days of movies didn't go over when two movies hours. were two hours long i totally oh. agree listen man it's like i said at the very beginning it's up underneath my name here uh sean connery is sexy you know and he's not and he even won sexiest man of the year and here goes the thing man sean's not the only one everyone everyone i'm talking to everyone out there each and every one of you can be sexy. It's what's in your mind that makes it that way or not, that makes it true or not. It doesn't matter what everyone else thinks. You don't have to be put on a magazine like Sean Connery was. You just have to be put in the magazine of your mind, the front page of your mind, that you yourself are sexy and that you feel sexy. And with that being said, when we get out of here, man, just like me and Snark think we're the two sexiest men on the internet, and it doesn't matter what your comment says below about us not being because we believe it, and that's what truly matters. With that being said, we're getting the hell out of here. But until next time, stay. Don't become. Stay sexy.
Thank you.